0: Okay, um, <laughs> Alabama, Arkansas, I do love my mind part, not the way that I do love you. Oh, welcome to another gd podcast i'm your host Guy DeMarco. uh different format today just briefly touch on the things i want to touch on and then we'll we'll jump into the meat and potatoes of what's my deal so this weekend i went and shot the last matches of the oh, excuse me the mpa regional one day series um had fun, had a lot of fun, drove out there Friday, got to the range, uh, BS, ate dinner with some friends, crashed out, got up the next morning. I volunteered to RO, so I was out there super early. Sun's not coming up till 7, 15, 7.30, before we can actually get zeroed, so we're probably starting 7.45, 8 o'clock. Um, all's well, new props, um, pretty decent turnout overall. Seeing how there was another match in tennessee this weekend we had 67 shooters total um so uh not a bad turnout um top score of the day was a 89 and that was for uh tommy goodson out of 97 possible shots um so dropped Less than 10. Yeah. Ridiculous. Super good job. Um, good job, Tommy. Um, second place was Al, Olivier, Phil Cashin, uh, Coker Metcalf, and then Aaron Kincaid. Um, rounding out our top five. As far as uh, everything else, we had... Doo, 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 doo. Tracy Lewis with Top Lady. We had Daniel uh, McLeroy uh, um, for Top Production at 10th place. And then myself for Top Military. Phil Cashin for Top Senior. So it was my first piece of hardware from a centerfire match at um, MPA, which is what I wanted. But I was really striving for top production at MPA they had a bunch of um Daniel defense shooters out there um with the the Delta fives um so all in all really good um Daniel was out there um Two of his co-workers were out there. We had a kill running a Daniel Defense. So good representation of Daniel Defense out there. Um, pretty solid rifle. Um, shot a little bit at the PRE. So um, that was pretty gangster. I came in 23rd overall, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, if we bounce over to the Rimfire... If I can get myself there. There we go. Um, I also stayed and shot the Rimfire match on Sunday and had a lot of fun doing that. It was um, a lot of fun and uh, some different stages as well. We had Chris Beck in first, Andrew Davis in second with as well as production. We had Alan Caswell in third with top senior. And then we had... Um, Ben Allreed in fourth and Brian Hennessy in fifth place, and then Coy Sawyer, top mill, in sixth place. Um, he got the better of me that day, which is completely fine. And then Kimberly Hennessy, um, also got, uh, top lady, which is awesome. Um, she's been killing it. She's only been shooting for a few months. She's killing it. She scored a 73, if I'm not mistaken, 73. Um, and I scored a 72. So good job on her. She crushed it. Um, she stayed with it, stayed in the game and, and did really, really well. So happy for her, um, as a new shooter to, uh, to be able to, to go in there and crush some stuff. So super happy for, um, like I said, this ends the one day PRS and one day PRS rimfire there at uh, Cool Acres Sporting Camp. So, uh, the next matches they have on the agenda are going to be the PRS rimfire finale as well as the MPA Fall Shootout. And the MPA Fall Shootout is coming up here in a couple of weeks in October. It is, I believe, the weekend of the... I don't want to lie to you because, like, words mean things. Um, The 15th and 16th of October um, is when that that matches. So I, unfortunately, will not be able to go there and RO that match because I will be at the... um, Kestrel um, Kestrel Ballistic Experience or whatever they're calling it these days um, I'll be RO in the Kestrel match at Altus and the reason why I'm doing that is because it's way easier uh, to RO that match and not drive seven hours to MPA as well as I can come home and help the wife with the boys and sleep in my own bed and you know not have to to Airbnb or this, at the other thing. And I can be in my house with my kids and still do the thing that I like, which is, which is, uh, Rowing. So that's how that's going to shake out for me. So the secondary part of this podcast, I want to talk about what's up with me, man. Like I, I think I have a mental block and I don't know how to get over it. And I have, um, actually on the way home from this match, I listened to the straight dope podcast with Chris way. And he talked about plasticity and how, um, growing and adapting and changing and pushing past barriers. And, um, what are you doing? What are you, uh, how are you practicing? Like if you just practice from, you know, the bench or prone the whole time, like you're not going to get any better at different things. And I don't want to say I've reached a plateau, but I'm I I feel that I'm about a 60 like a 60% shooter and that's not necessarily where I want to be. Um come the end of the season uh for 2022, yeah, like I've had some some good matches and I've had some abysmal matches. Um but I want to be a little bit higher on the on My shooting percentage wise, like not only like percent of the available points, but percent of the actual, um, winner. So if I look at my score from Saturday, it's a 73, right? Um, 73.03 of the winner. So, okay. I'm a 70% shooter, but there was 97 targets. Um, On the day, right? And I scored a 65. So if I do 65 divided by 97, that's only a 67. So like an extra 6%, sure. But like, I don't want to say I shot at every single target because I did time out on a couple. But like, my goal isn't to do 75% of the winner. My goal is to do the best that I can. And if that happens to be 75% of the winner, that's fine with me. But like, I've also set some, some smaller goals of, you know, beating some people, right? Because sure, like I can sit there and I could be like, oh, I want to shoot 75% and I could sit there and try and do math the whole time at the match. Right. Or I could just be like, hey, I want to beat Daniel or I want to. Shoot against the people in my squad, or I want to do, I want to have the highest score of the people in my squad, or I want to beat somebody that's really, really good. And I did this last year, and it was I wanted to beat Bobby Keegan's in a match. Bobby Keegan's was also shooting production last year, and I just wanted it to be, um, uh, it, it being my first year in the PRS, I wanted somebody that I could know was a better shooter than I was, but have something to chase down and maybe a metric of how I could chase that person down. So like the first match I shot against him, like I was, you know, um, 40% of his, of his score. Cause we were both shooting production and then I was 50% and then I was, you know, 55%. So I was making slow and steady increases, but, Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing with, with Daniel. Like Daniel's a really good shooter. Like he's a semi-professional. If I'm not, if I'm reading that right. Oh, he's unlabeled, but um, he's still really good. Like he shot a 78 with an 87% of available or 87% of the winner's points. So like really good. Like, down 20-ish for the match, 21, 19, something like that. Um, really, really solid shooter. Um, I know like, it's not a healthy habit to compare yourself to others, but it's not necessarily like I'm not comparing like, oh, he's a better shooter. It's, hey, I want to beat this person. Um, so that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. And I don't necessarily know how to, um, improve the things that I'm doing, which honestly aren't that much. Um, I'm pretty busy. I don't have a lot of time to dry fire and such, but like, how do I get over the mental block? And one of the mental blocks that I'm having is, um, bombing a stage like completely and utterly. So I know people don't like to, some people don't like to hear a full match recap, but um, started the stage on, or started the day on stage six, which was a 394 yard TYL, shoot five rounds, hit to advance after your fifth round, move to another bench, do the same thing. I cleaned it. I got a video up solid hits solid uh transition and movement had a small hiccup with the feeding on the first round you know cleared the malfunction or cleared the issue and then ran it in went the town next prs skill stage got an eight you know got a seven i did get two fives um which wasn't the best i got two fives on uh stage nine and stage 10, which were, um, pipes and, or the poles and the tires. So just me, not, not catching it properly or managing recoil or whatever. That's on me. Like a hundred percent, um, stage one, really difficult stage managed to squeeze a seven out stage two, shooting off the buggy. Got an eight stage, uh, Three, which was the helicopter, which was a hustle, hustle stage. Um, If you've been to MPA, you've seen the helicopter, you shoot out of the back of the helicopter, you shoot out of the front of the helicopter and then you shoot off the nose. Well, this particular stage, 10 rounds, one target, shoot two rounds out of the back, shoot two rounds out of the front, shoot two rounds out of the back, shoot shoot two rounds out of the front, shoot two rounds off the nose. So that's a lot of movement, 90 seconds, The, what was the distance and target on that? Just as a reference. Um, Oh, it was piano keys. It was 647 yards and it was two uh, piano keys. One uh, big and small, right? Um, I had, I dropped one shot at the buzzer and I missed it. And then I had three failures to engage. So I only got a handful of shots off. I didn't get... The two off the nose, I didn't get one out of the front, and I missed the one out of the front. So, like, um, super tough stage, good stage, super tough stage. Went on to the 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 next stage, shooting off the, shooting some real small targets off of some tank traps. Um, Once again, really good stage. Um, I dropped two and timed out. So I got a seven. Um, Use the two tank traps. You can use three positions on any tank traps. Um, It was at the G1 berm, 500 yards. It was an eight inch and a six inch circle. So just over one MOA on a plate in the afternoon in heavy mirage. You know, it's tough, tough target. Got a seven. I was happy with it. And then go to the long-range stage, which is the same at every match, Um, 600 out to 1,012, got a two. Like, couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Like, I don't know if I was rushing to be done with the day so I could drink a beer. Like, why, what in my mind was like, fuck it, I'm done. I don't know. Like... The, the target at the 600-yard berm is always a difficult one to spot. Like, you can't see it generally in a spotter or binoculars. You really have to get into your scope and really focus on it to be able to see it. It's, it's like one of those JC Steel um, flappers. So you see the T-post, and it's like a lollipop. It goes up, and then there's a round target. It's probably 8-inch uh, eight eight inch target, so just over an MOA. And, you know, send two rounds, move to the next target. Well, this thing gets shot up, and it blends into the berm that's right there with it. So, like, you really have to know what you're looking at to hit it. I sent one off the left, one off the right. I tried to correct in between. Didn't happen. Go out to the next range. uh, 702, like, gets... Soaked up by the berm because there was a little bit of, it was sunny, it was miragey, but there's trees right there and it kind of got soaked up. I didn't see my misses. Mind you, the squad next to me, the dude's calling impacts. So I'm not seeing the plate rock or anything like that. There's no flashers on these targets. So I didn't know if it was me getting impact or the person next to me impact. I thought it was me. So I moved to the next one, increased my hold a little bit. See one sail way off the side. Try and correct. Didn't correct enough. Um, miss that one. Go out to the next one. Miss off the other side. Finally get out to the 1,000-yard target. And I was like, I know it's blown left to right at the back. Put a half mil on it. Get both my impacts. So the only target that I hit was the hardest target in the group to hit at a 1,000 yards. 10, 12. And I got both those impacts. And those were my only two impacts. It's like and this isn't something new. Like I've consistently dropped shots on the last stage. I've talked about it on this podcast. I don't know what it is. Same thing happened on Sunday. Um, going to my matchbook on Sunday. Uh, don't even know where we started. Um, it's super funny. Um, wait, hold on. This is my rim fire back. Okay. Um, where did we start? We started on. Yeah, we started on stage nine. Um, stage nine, got a nine. Um, I don't even know how many rounds that stage was. I think it might've been around nine round stage. Uh, 10 round stage, dropped one on the tires. Go to stage 10. Um, 10 round stage, got an eight. Go to stage one, the bus, the bus was a difficult stage. Like this was a really, really good stage though. Um, on the buzzer, you're gonna go in and shoot out of the three windows. Um, you're gonna go three targets, big to small, one round on each, must hit to advance, uh, then repeat for window two and window three. It was a 10, an eight, and a six inch circle at 230 yards with a 22. Um, so six inch at 230 with a 22, it's not a gimme and it's not extremely hard. But first thing in the morning in the wind, kind of kind of difficult. Um, I was able to clean that stage. Um, super happy with it. Go to the next stage. Um, get a six. Go to the next stage. Get an eight. Get a seven. Get a five. Get a nine. Get an eight. Last stage of the day, got a three. Like, shot the tires. It wasn't a difficult stage. Um uh da, 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 on the buzzer engage three targets near to far one shot each three different positions advance hit or miss after three position or after three shots from any position you must move must use the middle three pipes uh in any order so it was uh 48 65 and 118 got three impacts like it was a like a KYL, a uh, one-inch swinger, a one-and-a-half, and a two-and-a-half. Two like, not hard targets at these distances. Couldn't hit it to save my damn life. Got a three. Would that have put me in first? No. Like, an extra seven points would have meant that I got a 79 and would have still come in behind Corey um, uh, for a top mill. Like, but that's not, like, I'm not shooting necessarily for a trophy. Yes, it would be nice to shoot well enough to, to earn a trophy, but I want to shoot consistently, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sitting here um, dumping, you know, we all know this sport's expensive, travel time, food, XYZ, and I get out there, and for some odd reason, I drop the last um, stage of the day two days in a row. Like, what the hell? Um, we can go back and 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 look at the damn uh, to 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 cross ties. We can go back to the August match of the MPA match. We can look at that, and we can we can see that. You know, I dumped. All of those points, right? Like, I think I got a one on that stage. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was the the month before that, the MPA barricade. If we go to that one, like last stage, one of the last stages of the day. And here I am pulling a freaking, pulling a three out. Like what the hell? Like, I'm always can a lot of the matches that I'm having. I don't want to say every, but a lot of the matches that I'm having, I'm having one to two terrible stages. Um. The the June match, like, I got a one on the cross ties, right? I figured out what my problem was on that one. And that was just not being able to read the wind, but like, so that's one, two or one, two, three. That's what four MPA matches in a row that I've had a terrible stage. Like I, I don't know what my, my mental issue is. Um, I don't know how to train for that. Um, that mental frustration or that mental hype of it being the last stage of the day or anything else like that. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Like I can practice, you know, the fundamentals of mark- marksmanship. I can practice shooting in the wind. I can practice shooting more in the mirage. Like it's Florida. It's humid right now. I can go out to Altus and I can look at targets real far or real far away, six, 700 yards. And I can try and shoot those sons of gun um, with, with, my freaking phone scope and all that jazz and and see if i'm reading targets properly or if i'm hitting them and recoil management i can do all of that stuff maybe i need to do more of that stuff Um, instead of just trying to shoot and get speed and check zero and shoot small groups um, maybe i need to go out there in the middle of the day and try and shoot when it's humid when it's super miragey and try and practice that practice recoil management. Um, I don't necessarily want to practice like going out there and sweating and being miserable and shooting, but I, I, I don't know. Like, do I need to get a, a sports psychologist or a or sports coach and, and try and work through some of those, see if we can work on some of those mental, um, aspects of the game um like i said i listened to straight dope podcast and the plasticity and seeing what you can do to kind of to factor that stuff in and and different ways of practicing and you know his his craft drill i listened i re-downloaded and re-listened to the mindset podcast from miles to matches i listen i make sure that i save those and i listen to the, those guys' podcast with, um, Francis and Chad and make sure that I'm listening to that prior to going to a match to have some positive thoughts or some positive, um, affirmations or some things to think about going into a match because you you know, positive talk, positive self-affirmation. It is a thing, but even though I do that, I'm still coming up with a Poor performance on one stage, if not the last stage of the day in these matches. And that is not something that I want to continue. And I want to figure out a way to mitigate that or come up with a corrective action plan that will reduce those uh, poor performances. Like, I know that I am not at a point where I'm going to shoot a clean match. I am not there. Maybe one day I will be there if I can stay with this, continue to practice, continue to have solid equipment, and go from there. That's a possibility. At this moment, given the amount of time that I dedicate to practice and to refine load development and everything like that, I'm not there right now. That's fine. But I don't want to continue to drop a stage here drop easier points here or there. I want to make sure that I'm, if I'm going to continue doing this and continue investing the money, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm doing it justice and doing all the things that I can do as well as like, everybody wants to do really good. Like everybody wants to win. Like, yes. Do I want to go out there and win? Absolutely do I think I'm putting forth enough effort to do so right now? No, I don't like I have other priorities. I'm getting ready to go back to an operational unit. Surprise. I'm staying in Florida. I'm moving from, uh, Eglin air force Base to Herbert field, uh, air force base, which is, you know, 10 miles away from my house. So it's going to cut down on my commute, which is going to improve, you know, travel time and less time on the road. So I can be with the family more and, You know, all those great things. But I'm going back to an operational unit where TDYs happen, deployments happen, um, training exercises, all that fun jazz, right? So, um, you know, going to have to get back into education and things like that. It's all part of life. Like, will this slow, will shooting slow down? Possibly. Will it speed up? I don't think I could survive if it sped up because I've been gone a lot. October is going to be crazy. Um, Between the Altus match, the um, Altus two-day match, the um, Southeast finale, and the Altus 22 match, that's four weekends of shooting. And I know three of those I can't miss. I mean, I could miss them all. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to miss three of them you know like i really want to shoot with the show walters that are co- coming in from texas to shoot the match the one uh, the one day match then we got the yeah. the kestrel ballistics F- extravaganza whatever we're calling it um and then we got the southeast finale like that's the most important match that's a gun line i've been to gunline a handful of times like I wouldn't consider gunline my home range but it is like the closest range PRS range to my house or Pierre or PRS affiliated range to my house like great group of guys out there I'm pretty familiar with the range and pretty familiar with the wind like I need to have a super strong performance there if I want to have a good standing in um for the finale there's some killers coming, Clay Webster. Um, I've only shot with him one time. I've rowed a bunch of matches, but I've only shot with him one time, and that was at Magnolia Meltdown. Um, we got um Mike uh, Cusick coming. We got Brennan uh, Massey coming. Um, yeah, some there's dudes that are coming that are extremely competent well-rounded shooters, if I want to, air quotes, maintain my position in the production thing, I'm going to have to step my game up. Am I going to be able to step it up before then? I honestly don't know. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to figure out what the hell I can do to 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 figure that out. And I got some resources that I'm going to dive into after I get off this and and try and put something together. But, like, I don't know. This has kind of turned into event session, which thanks for bearing with me. But what are your guys' thoughts? What do you guys do when you hit a mental block? Whether it be in shooting or, or education or, you know, you you know, you hit a runner's plateau where you can't get any faster or run any farther or just a training plateau in general. Like what are what are your guys' thoughts or um, what resources do you lean on to try and Uh, get over those hurdles Um, I'd be interested to know hit me up um, if you got my number or you can message me on Facebook you can hit me up on at another GD podcast all one word on Instagram kind of kind of give me your ideas give me your thoughts and see I'm gonna see if I can incorporate some some stuff to get better because I'm having fun with what I'm doing but I want to get I'm striving to get better and I'm not sure I know how yet. So hit me up. Uh, like I said, just enjoying the journey, man. Like I'm in a good, good spot. Headspace wise, good spot with the kids. Kids are doing fantastic. Um, talking more every day, like getting more independent. So really happy with their progress with their therapists and stuff like that, getting to stay here. So I don't have to move. Um, I don't have to be away from the family, like re enlisted, like everything's good. Everything's really, really good right now. Um, thanks for those that have kind of reached out and just kind of checking on me, um, being off social media for a while, not my normal social butterfly self. So appreciate you guys reaching out. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this up, and we will get this thing posted. So, hit me up. Let me know your ideas. Thanks. Later.